Hi, I'm Lee. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Saturation Italicized on Weagle 91.1 FM. Tune in live at 9 p.m. on Tuesdays for your weekly dose of art and design. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And she's ready. She's back. She's back. She's back. Just like several technical difficulties, but we're there. Yeah, these technical difficulties have begun to start even before the show. Okay. Yeah. It's, so, it's out to, they're out to get us. They. The ominous they. They're winning. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is my mic on? It sounds weird. Is it just no, me? No, it's on. Uh, try turning your thing up. Yeah, I've turned it. I'm hearing it now. You can hear it now? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're good. Cute. We're on. We're on. Yeah, whoever's preying on our downfall, y'all are winning. You can no. stop. Okay. <laughs> Whoever has our voodoo dolls needs to just put them down. Yeah, it's time to let it go. Okay. It's time to let it go. Throw me in the trash. <laughs> I'm the trash man. Um. <laughs> yeah. Should we talk about our weekend for a second before we get into it? Yeah. Sure. So we went to Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. City of brotherly love. Yeah, and it was fun. I feel like I was slightly inspired by that because my topic is about, like, architecture, like, landscape architecture in cities. Oh, okay. Yeah. You are a residential, like, architecture girly. I love some good architecture. Um, Yeah, I feel like Philly just had such a, like, good, um, like, the stoops. Mm-hmm. we're just lots of individuality in the home yeah it was nice it was cool. to see some like character different mm-hmm. than what's here yeah like from an art perspective but it, it was nice to see it was weird to see no like houses because we i don't think we saw yeah. a single like house while we were there yeah which is like duh it's a city but also like okay a little jarring yeah no that's a good point i didn't think about that very different it was different i think my favorite part about like the architecture aside from like obviously like stuff is old there stuff is not old in alabama so it's like or for you know for all intensive purposes so that was like that was cool but small things wise i liked the detail people would have in their rails yes the right so like doors the doors and the rails like so all of the houses in philadelphia are these little like townhouses and obviously, like, they have all these little, like, stoops and steps up to the house, like, two or three. And, um, like, every house had its own little difference in the way the railing was made or in, like, the door itself. So that was, like, a fun way, like, I thought everyone was, like, differentiating themselves yeah, a little bit. And with cute. their, like, Halloween decorations. Yeah. Like, some people put some stuff on their door, but then some people, like, jacked out the whole mm-hmm. sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was cute to see the character for sure. It'd be weird trying to decorate for Halloween knowing you don't have like a yard to do that. Yeah, and I kept thinking about the dogs like when they went out to go to the yes. bathroom. Like, I don't even know if I saw grass like while mm. we were there. Mm. Did we see like, grass? Did we, I don't think we, we saw any grass. grass. Like, <laughs> we definitely saw trees. Like, there's trees lining the walkways, but the trees are just in dirt. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we saw any grass while we were there. Yeah. See, it's kind of a startling thought, especially mm-hmm. when you're, like, from Auburn and yeah. everywhere you look, there's, there's some just grass, there's grass everywhere. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, that was cool. I wouldn't. I didn't think about that. Yeah, just a little fun. I mean, maybe we did see grass, and we're just not. I don't think we did. I really don't know where it would have been. And we didn't go to like a park or anything. Yeah. I don't even remember seeing a park while we were there. Yeah, same. Or anything like that. Crazy. Yeah, I do feel like the city dogs are just living a different life. Yeah, definitely a different for life. Sure. Peeing on concrete. Yeah, crazy. Well, okay, let's hop right into some landscape architecture, which I think is our first time ever talking about landscape architecture on the show. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Because I've talked about architecture before, but landscape architecture is, is fun. So before we get into it, landscape architecture, we have to note that it was created in the 1800s by Frederick Law Olmsted. And there's someone who's known as the Olmsted of China, and he owns a 400-person firm that has built hundreds of environmentally sensitive public spaces and parks. So his name is Kong Jung Yu. I hope I'm saying his name right. But he is, um, yeah, he lives in Beijing. And before we get, like, we're, I'm going to start by talking about, like, something that he's made, which is kind of, like, what the article was talking about before I get, like, into his history. Because he's, like, very, like, there was a quote that said he's, like, the most successful landscape architecture architect alive right now. Oh, cool. And, like, alive during our time. So, in northeast China lies this, like, really fast-growing town called Harbin, and it's full of high-rise buildings but it also has, like, this very lush green area of a bunch of, like, trees and grass and, like, body of water. And it's an 80-acre nature park situated right next to, like, a very dense urban setting. Like, um, you can fl- like Times Square kind of thing? Let me, let me show. If you click on the link, you can see, like... It's kind of like this city and then mm, like next to a river, cool. but then kind of separating the river in the city is like a bunch of grass and there's like walkways where you can walk. It doesn't look like you can drive on them. Yeah, it kind of looks like a bog, like almost like Louisiana-ish. Yeah. Um, and so it said that by filtering stormwater into the park from the urban like city around it, Um, And by using natural plants, habitats, and water-retaining ponds, the park has become a living landscape able to absorb the city's rainfall. Ooh. It's like on an elevated platform, and it has all these walking paths that help protect the city from, like, catastrophic floods. Um, And it was designed by the guy I was talking about earlier in his architecture firm called Turnscape. And this guy, he worked for decades to integrate water absorption in public spaces. Like, this seems to be, like, literally his life's work. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he kind of created these things called sponge cities. And they're designs that integrate nature-inspired flood and stormwater management systems into city parks and urban developments in a way that's both seamless and effective. So he ha- it says that his company has like 600 projects and they're getting recognized like on a national level in China. And he's also won like multiple awards for this. Like he's the second laureate of the Cornelia Hahn Oberlander International Landscape Architecture Prize which I don't know what that is, but it's such a long name. Like, <laughs> it's got to hold it's something. Yeah. 
that's the Grammy of international yeah. landscape. Um, that's what it seems like. <laughs> um, and he's also the founder of the graduate program for landscape architecture at Peking University. And he's also just like an author that has written like several books and architect uh, academic journals. Um, and he's also earned support from the president who has publicly supported him since 2003. Cool. So this is he's kind of the man, you could say. Um, he, okay, he said, okay, this was another quote from the article. This concrete-centric gray infrastructure has only exacerbated the flooding and extreme water impacts of climate change and is arguably one of climate's change root, climate change's root cause. Uses, using the sponge city approach, U aims to inject natural water management systems back into cities to counter everything from groundwater depletion to flash flooding to sea level rise. So just like a very interesting way to use design like in an effective like mm-hmm. like that's affecting a lot of people on a yeah. grand scale. Yeah, and I think it just like it's a natural like well, not a natural reaction. How do I say this? Like, we're, we've gotten to the point where it's like, okay, we've already done the thing that causes the problem. Like, it's done. Yeah. We've, const- we've you yeah. know, constructed the entire planet. Like, you know, we've built on everything. So it's, like, kind of nice to see this, like, new idea of, like, I've never heard of a sponge city before, no, neither right? have I. And it's saying that there's 600 projects and, like, it also said that there were newly adopted national policies that have se- seen sponge city projects built in dozens of major Chinese cities. It's Ooh. like, this is on the rise. Yeah, no, and this is a great, like, they need this in Venice. <laughs> I know, they, they do. They need this in Venice. Do you know anything about how the, like, how these sponge cities are made? Like, what his approach is to, like, constructing them, I guess, and designing them that's such a like open-ended question but like how he puts them together there's like there's a like I don't know to be honest no I didn't look into that (laughs) (laughs) I just read about this guy I was like that's so cool and then just moved on to my next topic well I'm sure it's like city to city too like it's not gonna be a one-size-fits-all thing but you'd have to even be looking it's cool like you'd have to look at you know, native species to that, like, region, and then native, like, plants and stuff like that. So it's, like, this is definitely, like, a very all-inclusive, like, solution to these problems, which is very, very cool. And it's, like, it also is just, like, beautiful. Like, cities are going to be nicer to look at when there's water and nature. Especially just, like, the natural, like, juxtaposition between, like, this, like, natural, like, very organic Mm -hmm. nature and then, like, these very Mm -hmm. structured, like, gray skyscrapers. Like, I don't know. They look nice next to each other. People love contrast. Basically, like, sponge cities, it just says, like, adding more parks, trees, or other greenery Mm -hmm. that just boosts city absorbency and make it more flood and Mm -hmm. drought resilient. Mm -hmm. So just adding more, like, parks, it says. And it has cleaner air, obviously, and better wildlife habitat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just so, That's like, very cool. I know. I know I, with, sorry, what? I was just going to say, I looked up design news, and this was, like, the first thing that came <laughs> up. I was like, this is cool. Was it Wired? You see it on Wired? No, I actually saw it on um, Fast Company. 
Okay. And they had some cool other articles, some of them I pulled from, but then they gave me the thing that was like, you've hit your article. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, (sighs) are you kidding me? Yeah. Not paying ridiculous. We were talking about, that's, I've never heard of Fast Company today, but I, or never heard of Fast Company before today, and I was literally just talking about an article of theirs like a few hours ago. I've definitely read something of theirs before because I really like their logo. Like, I Mm -hmm. remember seeing the company. Okay. When I saw the logo earlier, I didn't like it, but I saw it in passing. Let me look at it again. I like, I think what I like about it is, is the C and the O. Not necessarily, like, the fast. I don't really like the way the fast looks, but I like the C and the O. Yeah. It's fine. It's whatever. It's, it's recognizable. It's a logo. Yeah. <laughs> it's a logo. That's so, okay. Sometimes that's how I feel like looking at logos. Like when you look at a bank logo, it's like, yeah, it's not going to look bad. It's, yeah. it's just a bank definitely logo. Definitely a logo. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, it's just bank logos are so boring because they have to be boring. They, stability. What can you do with it? Yeah. St- we're trying to represent stability. Um, yeah. And trust. trust. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Reliability. Reliable. Um, dependent. Just well, literally just looking up synonyms yeah. for reliable. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, that's really cool. Plus, I know, like, the way flooding – or not, like, the way flooding works. But I know the biggest problem – one of the biggest problems we have with flooding is, like, so we'll cut down, for instance, like, take, like, the wetlands in Alabama or, like, just, like, the Louisiana type of wetlands or the very, very south Alabama wetlands. Mm-hmm. So places like that flood – because it is wetlands, we had bogs, we had swamps down there, whatever, and then we cut it all down and we put concrete on top of it, concrete and cement, but then, like, everything under it, around it, the rainfall is still the same, it's still wet, and it's still raining as much as it was before, Mm -hmm. but now there's nothing to absorb it anymore, and so, like, that's where the flooding comes in, right? Like, when we replace all of the, like, uh, um... What is it called? When we replace all of the plants that grew up there, I can't remember the word for that. Grew up there. Then, like the native plants? Yes. When we replace <laughs> the native plants and replace the, it with like grass, the grass is not going to be able to soak up the water like the native plants would. And so yeah. it's, so I think that's like, that's cool to see a sponge, the sponge city kind of like re reimagining the way we build cities to incorporate that like very fatal flaw (laughs) like very very fatal flaw it's interesting that they're like oh let's just like take down nature and build up these buildings and then they're like wait we kind of need the nature back now crap we can't do that guys (laughs) my dad's town my dad's from elba which is a little 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 city in alabama and um, it's very South Alabama, too. It's more South than Auburn. And um, they have a really bad problem with flooding because it's wetlands. And they built a levee around the city. So now it's like it won't flood there because they have this levee unless it really, really does flood there. So it's like there's no in-between anymore. It's like, okay, we're yeah, good, nothing, yeah. or we will lose our homes in this flood because the water's going to get trapped yeah, inside the levee. Crazy. But it's like there's literally no solutions humans could make that are actually going to fix anything that doesn't involve just replacing what they tore down. So. True. This is a sponge city. Yeah. It's just replacing what you tore down, bringing it back. Yeah. I would not be surprised if a lot of our cities in the future look like that. Yeah, same. I was like, this seems like a great solution to our problem. Yeah, I'd be happier. And like a 
like it doesn't seem that hard to do like mm-hmm. maybe i'm just being naive <laughs> or ignorant but Actually, like i think we could do that i feel like that i mean it would i feel like it could be feasible no i agree that like it's not too far out of reach i think like implementing it you would need like a guy like this in yeah. a company like this. Yeah. But this man is still alive. He's still making progress yeah, as yeah, we speak. Yeah. Love so, him. yeah. I can't. Literally. Literally. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good place to take a little breaky poo. Um, we will be playing. Love it. Maybe Rich Girl by Daryl Hall and the Oats. That might Wait, not be no, the name. I thought it was. I thought it was Phil Collins. Oh, ooh. No, wait, it is Hall & Oates. Hall & Oates. Is it Daryl? Is that his first name, or am I just making that up? Why am I saying? Yeah, Daryl Hall... Hall, Cannot speak. (laughs) Daryl Hall and John Oates. Oh, let's go. Let's go, let's go. Or just Hall & Oates. Hall & Oates, if you will. Yeah. Um, We might be listening to that, and we might not. So have fun, I guess. Just kidding. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Also, we listened to Rich Girl by Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> if y'all didn't already get that, that that was not um, Hall & Oates, to say the least. Not what I meant to play, but a good bop nonetheless. Yeah, still a good bop. Um, so I honestly meant to start off our segment with this, but kind of forgot and got carried away with our landscape architect. But the YouTube came out with a design update that I think is relevant because oh. it's all about like making it easier f- for people when they watch YouTube, which so many people watch YouTube. So the article I was reading was saying that like the trouble of YouTube today isn't finding a video. It's finding the part of the video that you want to watch. Like if you're lo- looking for a specific part. Mm-hmm. And so a year ago, Google gave YouTube a pretty significant facelift, quote unquote, um, and I couldn't find, like, specifically, like, what they were talking. This is when I ran out of articles, okay? <laughs> I, I couldn't click on the facelift part to read about, like, what Google actually did with the update. It just said that the, it, they turned the experience of watching videos into something more immersive and less about UI. I don't really know what that means because the article wouldn't open. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find it anywhere else. But... It doesn't matter because we're talking about this year's update and not last year's. So this year's update is all about how you watch and navigate the video on your phone. So if you watch a video and move backward or forward, you know when like you're watching and then you like you're you go backward and forward and then you can't back get back to where you were, mm-hmm. or your finger just like accidentally just like you go to the wrong place in the video and you don't know where you were. Mm-hmm. Well, now it says like there's an easy way to return where you were and it says you scrub your thumb i'm reading this verbatim scrub your thumb across the timeline to where you've been and your phone will vibrate so you know you've reached your original spot what and then it says new larger thumbnail previews should assist with this task too so i'm like okay that's good and then what I really like is you can hold your thumb down. Oh, I should have mentioned this. This is all about watching from your phone, not necessarily watching like on a desktop or a TV, but on your phone. Um, and when you hold your thumb on the video, it will play at two times speed until you let it go. <gasps> they stole that from TikTok. TikTok does that? Yeah, recently. Um, oh, TikTok, if you hit this like 
if you hit the right side of your screen and held it down, it would go two times. And then same if you did the left, but the other way. Wow. So. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's crazy how social media They're all turning into one. They are. They all, like, just stole the, like, stories idea. Mm -hmm. and just, like, there's so much overlap. But on that later, remind me, like, if we have a dull moment, I have a funny little story about apps okay. combining into one. Sounds good. Um, and another thing you can do is lock your screen while you're watching the video so that no taps will take you out. Oh, my the flow. gosh. They have needed that for so long. Oh, my god. They gosh. did this just for you. They knew what you needed. Yeah, when I'm playing music from YouTube around campus and, like, I'm holding my phone in my hand, yes. like, it's so frustrating because it's, like, you can't touch it, but you have to hold it open. Yeah. Like, that's so Th annoying. I do hate that. That That's a feature. Um, but, yeah, it's basically Google is, like, moving away. Like, on YouTube, they're moving away from on-screen buttons and more, like, using gestural style controls, which I think is interesting. And it kind of, like, enables muscle memory. So you're, like, using your fingers and not, like, I don't know. You would use your fingers to move, to touch a button, but you know what I mean. So, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? A couple of different things. One, the, like, <laughs> the scrub your thumb across the timeline and you'll get to your original spot. It'll vibrate. I don't think that's going to work. I Something yeah. about that just doesn't feel like it's going to work. It sounds a little funny. Because it's, like, I don't. I don't know if you accidentally pause your video and then like flip through it a couple of times. Like, how does it know where you? Yeah, yeah. Like, what if I paused it and then like play it, pause it, fast forward 10 seconds, play it again. Like, is that the new original spot or like, I don't I don't know. Maybe that's a, like dumb question. I just feel like that's not actually going to implement very well. But the rest of the stuff I like specifically the like. The two times speed is like fine or whatever. I mean, we're just we're we're definitely getting into iPad baby territory with the whole like yeah, two times speed. I'm just thinking about that. The like low attention span. Yeah. No, literally like Will a name drop. <laughs> um, Will from Silly Willie's Tune Times uh, up yeah. next after this. He only watches YouTube in two times speed, but I think he's been doing this for like a while. So That's anytime, crazy. like, we're hanging out together and he's, like, on his, like, laptop watching YouTube or something, I have to tell – I'm, like, stop. Like, put it to normal no, speed or turn it off because we're not listening to it like this. I think um, – I had a comment on that and it just, like, left my head. Yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. You keep talking. Speed, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, I want to talk about the little funny story. Yeah. Okay. So back when, like, iPhone – four was like because that was like the iphone right yeah i, I had that the iphone four. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah wow we're on like 15 now that's crazy yeah that's Thinking about the iphone one is crazy the iphone one like is like super lore heavy right like it doesn't really exist or something because i'm yeah i don't really remember like iphone one it's like an ipod oh. or a nano it's like the iPod, I think the iphone one is like wrapped up in those and so it gets kind of confusing but i think the three was the first legit one. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I, I remember people having the three. I knew someone who had a three. But the two and the one, it's like, Don't really exist. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think. I really, I don't think they exist. I don't think they actually exist. But the three was one I knew people had. And then I had a four. Anyways, while I had an iPhone four, so this has to be like 2012 or like around then, um, this app came out called Path. And 
Like Instagram was still getting kind of big. Obviously, Twitter had its roots. Facebook had its roots. But like this is still we're in like the prime time of these apps, right? Mm -hmm. Like everyone's going crazy. No one's really hitting the whole like social media kind of sucks. No one's there yet. Like we're all just like, whoa, social media is so cool. Let's connect. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. We can have this on our phones now. Exactly. So we're all still in that phase. Like not the public opinion we have now. And this app comes out called Path. And it was made to like combine every app into one. So you could post all of your photos on there. You could post all your tweets on there. And you could post like videos. Like it was all one app. And the concept was to make the other apps obsolete. And I had it for like a little bit. Some of my friends had it for a little bit. It was one of those apps that like started but then never really like took off. And you end up deleting it on your phone. And it's crazy because that app was quite literally just before its time. Yeah. Like, if that concept was introduced today, I think it would be so much more successful. Yeah. But because, like, apps are all turning into one. They're all kind of yeah. one app now. They, yeah. They're losing their, like, original. I think they're losing, mm-hmm. like, I feel like there's different reasons you would post on different mm-hmm. s- socials. And now it's, like, what's the difference? Yeah, like, it's just kind of, like, pick your poison. Yeah, exactly. Instagram's more about, like, shopping now. Which I hate. Yeah. Hate. I because Instagram ads like stink, and it's, and it's all just like my, I literally my Instagram, it's all just like sponsored, like yes. it's like Auburn University, and then it's like, like it's like I don't see posts by like people I know. I, I never see, posts see posts by, by like, it's like I do like here and there, but it's all like university stuff mm-hmm. or like design accounts I follow mm-hmm. or like whatever, but it's not like my friends yeah. or like. You know what I mean? Like it's just I know, weird. I it's agree. like, where did all of the familiar faces go from my timeline? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how they're doing the timeline now, cause it's not not chronologically. It's not chronological. That was a terrible decision. Yeah, that was one of the. That's when they just started to decline, in my opinion. I was like, bro, like, what are you doing here? Yeah, Instagram's all shopping. Twitter's all like hate groups. Yeah, and like. <laughs> anti-hate groups yeah so twitter's like the political one and then tiktok's just like ipad baby ipad baby melt your brain yeah internet jargon Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and then facebook is like moms yeah 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 they all have their like roles but it's not about what the app actually does it's about like who started to inhabit the app i think yes that's a good point Mm -hmm. that's a good point Mm mm-hmm yeah. Instagram was sad, though, because Instagram, like, could have – before it was bought by Meta, it was, like, a pretty, like, snazzy, like, yeah. s- swaggy app. Like, swaggy I loved Instagram. App. Like I know. It was fun. They've just made some changes that it's, like mm. – But also, like, the social, like, stigma around Instagram got so bad that yeah. I think – So, like, it that got to the point where everyone was, declined. like, this is, this is the filter I use for my feed so that all of my stuff matches. Yeah. So it got to that point, and then everyone was, like, wait. It was like that for years, yeah. and then we were like, wait, this sucks. This Let's crazy. be casual. Let's, like, yeah. make Instagram casual. Okay, but now it has to be the casual that looks cool. It can't it's just be so, – It can't be actually casual. It's like when people are like, I have no makeup on. It's, it's like, like the it's, most It's the pose. no makeup makeup look. Yes. It's the, it's the casual – casually, like – Casually beautiful. Like, stage. Yeah. Yeah. I miss – I miss – the first thing I ever posted on Instagram was when I got my phone Christmas morning, 
when my first iPhone, I posted a picture of Ghirardelli chocolate, like close up, like zoomed in. I think yeah. it was just the logo like on the chocolate <laughs> and was like put a really crappy Instagram filter on it and was like, Merry Christmas. Like I'm pretty yeah. sure that was the post. It was something like that. And it's like, that's fun. People probably commented back like, Merry Christmas. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. That's not happening anymore. Like no. you don't post to like make conversation. You post to get like be like, I went here and I look good and also yeah. tell me I look good and I'm going to tell you look good tell you you look good but only if you comment on my Instagram post you know it's just so like it's sad. just yeah 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 I don't even be like cropping my images right when I post anymore I don't know if you saw I did I posted that one print and like the cropping on that image has to be some of like the worst cropping I've ever done. I didn't even notice. It was just like it's just like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's just like, an Instagram post. I just want to post so like my friends know what I've been up to. Like that's it. Like yeah. exclusively, I'm not trying yeah. to like. Well, that's actually that's such a lie. So, like my fit pics, I'm still I'm gonna go crazy for a fit yeah. pic. <laughs> so fair. Yeah, but. Speaking of fit, we have some fashion stuff to talk about when we Do get we? back from our PSA. Yeah. Um, I was thinking we could play Just Wanna Rock. Might be a little fun. Yeah, I'm down. Just Wanna <laughs> rock, 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 And then some PSAs, and we'll be back. Thank you, thank you for waiting so patiently and kindly and nice, and you didn't even yell at your mom while you were waiting. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Welcome back to Saturation Italicized on WGL 91.1 FM. We're talking about fashion? Yeah. Okay. What, what about it? So, first, let's just talk about, like, something that I saw on Instagram and that y- I think you sent to me after I saw it. And it's Adobe's Project Primrose, which is, like, their digital dress. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think we should talk about that. So yeah, we should. The woman, if anyone has already seen it, it's this woman named Christine Derrick. I think that's how you say her last name, Christine Derrick. Um, and she is kind of like, she's the woman behind this dress. She's the researcher. She stitched the dress herself. And she's also the one literally wearing the dress in the video that we saw. So she says that fashion doesn't have to be static. It can be dynamic and even interactive. She said that at Adobe Max 2023, which is like a creativity conference in Los Angeles. Um and so she demoed this like digital dress called project primrose um and it's okay so it's a strapless dress knee length and it's got these like small like scale like screens only on the front of the dress that change colors to quote unquote refresh the look in a moment and like when christine literally said like i can refresh this look in a moment The dress's color went from a cream to silver. So the dress like continually changes in the video and it goes through more iterations. Like it looks like chevron stripes. It looks like kind of like like a business tie or like a business um, like suit shirt that has like the diamond like crisscross on it. It's also got the diagonal pattern and like overall just like other asymmetrical patterns made of both cream and silver so (coughs) adobe research so that in addition to a button on the dress which activates changes in the dress it also has a buttonless mode that relies on embedded sensors which is just crazy um 
And Derek said that she's excited for a future where there's more ways to express yourself. So I was just thinking we could, like, talk about this for a little before I get into another, like, weird fashion, like, announcement. Um, But one TikTok user, once seeing this video of Project Primrose, said, quote, Hunger Games Capital Vibes, literally named Primrose, (laughs) which made me laugh. Um, and I do, I do want to say that the technology behind the dress is called reflective light diffuser modules for non-emissive flexible display systems. I tried to read an article on that, but <laughs> I didn't understand anything. But if anyone's it's a interested, yeah, it's a little it's a little too sciencey for me. Um, but yeah, this same technology was used by Adobe last year on a canvas in a handbag, but it was still in the early stages. So, yeah, what do we think? I mean, the dress was ugly. <laughs> like, at the end yeah. of the day, the dress was the dress very was ugly. ugly. The technology was cool. Technology is insane. But when would you need it? Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, cool, guys. Like, I... Like, this is real. It's it's a feat of nature. It's a feat of nature. You it's can make really a dress cool. that changes patterns. That is so freaking I mean, it, cool. It did happen like instantaneously, yeah, like, like that. But but the use for it, I'm like, okay. I don't know where you need it. Yeah. I, I think it would be cooler like in other applications. But yeah. like again, I don't. And what was kind of jarring for me was like it only being on the front side of the dress. Like when she turned and you just saw that like abrupt line and just normal fabric on her back. Yeah. It's just like, oh. I thought that was weird. I also thought like, like, okay, this is going to seem. Am I crazy or did the dress, like the only colors it showed was like gray, black, and cream? It was only cream and like a metallic silver. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Why? That would have been, yeah. like, this dress would have been 20 billion times cooler if it was I not agree. gray. I think the gr- the gray and the cream killed it. And I th- it was just, like, I think maybe the cut mm-hmm. of the dress being, like, strapless mm-hmm. bodycon knee length. Was it strapless? Yeah, it was strapless. Okay, okay. Well, that's better. I remember it having, like, short sleeves. So that's better than what I thought, at least, yeah. for sure. Yeah, that is better. Yeah, I don't. It's interesting. It's one of those things where you're like, yeah, that's like that's cool, that's really cool. But it's like, I mean, maybe in twenty years we'll have the technology where the scales aren't, you know, the size of your thumb, and because the scales were really yeah, big, they were, yeah, which kind of like you know limits you a lot yeah. in what patterns you And they you were can kind make. of like I want to say like almost like a diamond shape. Yeah, they look like dragon so, scales. Yeah, I think they is the did. best way. Yeah. So whenever they like changed like patterns and stuff they were limited to the Mm -hmm. shape of what the scales already Mm -hmm. were and like the sharp angles it already made yeah i feel like so like cynical being like yeah it's just an ugly dress but like uh, it's just like when would you need it yeah i it's it's cool that we can do that it's cool that technology has come that far i guess i could see in 15 years maybe people wearing clothing like this but overall i think it's just one of those things where you're like cool Period. Scrolling. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. But we both thought it was cool enough to send to each other, so. Plus, it was just like, I haven't seen that. Okay, also, like, why is Adobe doing that? I don't know. <laughs> like, what? It, it, huh? I don't know. Wh- which now I'm wondering, did Adobe do it? 
Yeah, 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 it was. No, yeah, it was. So I was like, what if it was just someone else in the conference? But no, no, it was Adobe. Adobe's up to some stuff. Like, they, I they're feel like goofing. they just have to be, like, in line, if not ahead of, like, technology, like, trends yeah. like that. Like, yeah. they need to be, like, yeah. on the cusp of these things, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but, okay, do we have anything else to say about this? Because I have, like, the headline for the next thing I'm going to talk about is just, like, I don't know if you already saw it. I haven't seen it, and we and I don't have anything to say about this, but we do have to go to an ad break oh, yeah, before it's 45. This. Okay, yeah, then I'm, I'm leaving this cliffhanger quick break, for you. Quick break, quick break. And we are back. We're back, we're back. We're back with probably the – I'm going to just hit you with the headline that I read, which is Prada designs NASA's new moon suit. <laughs> So, obviously, I had to look into this. So Wait, isn't Prada Italian? Sorry, keep going. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's literally the first bullet point I have. The Italian fashion house <laughs> will design suits for the 2025 moon mission with Axum Space. So, Axum says that, which I hope I'm saying that right. All my stuff, I'm like, hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> um but basically, they said that Prada would be, like, the expert for materials and manufacturing for the project. Um, and one, uh, one astronaut said that he thought that Prada would be up to the challenge just due to their design experience and expertise. So, obviously, they've had, like, their catwalks in Milan, but they've also been involved with America's Cup Sailing Competition. What is that? It's just what it sounds like, I guess. I also didn't really look into this. <laughs> You're, like, <laughs> asking questions I did not go further into in my research. What is a cup sailing competition? I'll get back to you on that. It literally just says that it's, like, a trophy awarded in the sport of sailing. It's the oldest international competition still operating in any sport. Oh, wow. That's cool. That but cool. what does Prada have to do with that? Anyways. <laughs> I guess that they're just, like, I didn't realize they weren't. I I thought they were just making making luxury clothes that I couldn't afford, but yeah, I guess literally. they're also they're doing that and <laughs> spacesuits and sailing outfits. I don't know, but um, somebody <laughs> named Professor Jeffrey Hoffman who has flown in five NASA missions and has carried out four spacewalks says, "quote." Prada has considerable experience with various types of composite fabrics and may actually be able to make some real technical contributions to the outer layers of the new spacesuit, end quote. He said that people shouldn't be expecting astronauts in, like, paisley spacesuits <laughs> or any fancy patterns like that because, obviously, like, the goal is to maintain the good thermal environment. Um, yeah, and it just said that, like... The spacesuit is like a mini spacecraft, and it has to provide pressure, oxygen, and keep you at a reasonable temperature. And apparently, Prada's going to do that. So, yeah, I have no the whole like Prada being like high fashion is not where I like get question marks about this. Where, yeah, <laughs> why Prada, bro? Like that's an Italian company. NASA know. is definitely American. Why not choose an American? Company? I really have no idea. And I would. I, Obviously, the first thing I did after I read this article was look up if other luxury brands have done yeah. this. Because this just seems, like, completely out of left field, in my opinion. But when I looked that up, only stuff about Prada was coming up for this, like, newest thing. So I don't think it's a popular thing. I mean, I get the thought process. They're going to know about, like, textiles more than 
just a sci- like a scientist would. You yeah, know? it's like a, part of me gets it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just having a hard time associating again, like <laughs> the Prada I have in my head with like the notion of an astronaut. Yeah, I have in my head. Like, where is Macy's? Let's get a Macy's spacesuit. Yeah, <laughs> to represent the U.S. like it should. Like it should, okay. Macy's, yeah. Or a hot topic, okay. But those are the only two choices. What if one astronaut had the hot topic suit, and then the other one had the Macy's suit, oh and then the other then one they're... had a Prada one, and then they're dating, and they're yeah. love, and, and they're two cute little astronauts. It's just yeah, that was just fun. I just thought <laughs> that was just a very interesting thing to read. Yeah. And I, I feel like some of the stuff I've said today, I'm like, other people just need to know about this. Yeah. This is one of them. <laughs> I'm like, just use it as I'm your glad. fun fact of the day or something. It's just so. Prada's making a spacesuit. Prada's out there doing it. They're doing the thing. They're doing the thing. And why not Versace? What did Versace do? Yeah. Right? Like, what is. <laughs> that's just silly. Like, this, that's just silly. Let me see. Like, I couldn't find anything about, like, why Prada. Uh. Yeah, like, who do you think pitched that in the boardroom? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was funny because, like, this article by The Guardian is called Moon a la Mode, Prada to Design Spacesuit. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It just says, like. They are. It's a true celebration of the power of human creativity and innovation to advance civilization. Okay. You could say that. (laughs) You could say that. Like many other topics today, I, I feel like the biggest response, or not the response, but the biggest like emotion I hear back, I can feel hearing these things is just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, right. I guess we'll just see. Like, I'm just yeah. interested to see where, like, these Maybe they're going to stunt on the moon. Like, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe it's going to be, maybe they'll, like, revolutionize the way we have, <laughs> like, spacesuits. I don't know. I don't know, man. Oh, we'll, we'll find out in 2025 when they go to the moon, hopefully. Or maybe, like, it'd be cool when we're, like, 80 and, you know, they're making moon movies or whatever, space movies. And, the ast- like, the astronaut suit is just super different than what we yeah. grew up seeing because they've, like, innovated it. We'll see. That's cool. One of the other articles I read was, like, a progression of, like, space suits throughout the years. So Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I didn't get really far into it because it wasn't giving me what I wanted, but... <laughs> it was a nice visual to see where we've come. So we'll that's see really where it fun. goes. I know. So yeah, that's that's all we got on the docket today. On the docket. No game? You wanna do the game? No. No game? No. Save it for next week. It was kind of like it was a game where it was just like a quiz. Is it like a personality quiz? Kind of, but like a creative like personality type quiz Wait, kind of. Is it a long quiz? I don't it's like ten questions, but when I started it, the first question was like two answer choices. So I'm I'm down to do it if you, you want to. You wanna do a quickie? Yeah. We'll do a quick one. A okay. Quick one. Yeah, sorry, I'm like I really want to take the quiz. It's called mycreativetype.com. Cause I was just like, what kind of quiz can I quiz Leon? <laughs> oh my gosh, obsessed. Okay, yeah. So I guess I'll just read these questions out loud. When traveling, you always need a destination or direction? Mm, direction. Yeah, I think so, too. Ooh. Obsessed with this website. Yeah, it's so really cute. cute. So cute. It's mycreativetype.com. Y'all go check it out. This is fun. <laughs> it's, like, very interactive. 
You Ooh, this next question. My brain spends more time in the zone or zoning out. <laughs> Mine's definitely zoning out yeah, so easily. Oh, you we can skip these things oh, if we want. Can we? Yeah, okay, at the yeah, corner. I guess we can. Okay. Okay. I tend to see life through the lens of systems or stories. 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 Duh. Yeah. Duh. We are not some we are we are not looking at the systems. I forgot we could skip the visual thing. What does it say now? Are you a ruler or a scribble? Ruler. Scribble. Yeah, these are both good at ways to describe us. I wish we didn't have to skip the in-between things. I know, time. they're these really so cute. cute. I'd rather be in a cocoon or a beehive. The way I don't want to be in either. What? How are they? Cocoon. I guess a cocoon, yeah, because I'm coming out better. Really? I was just thinking, like, oh, I'd like to be, like, snug like a bug alone compared to a beehive. Yeah, the beehive sounds, like, miserable. Biz, 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 biz. Okay, dip your toes or dive in head first. Dive. Yeah, I think I'm a dipper. I was Okay, when you started to say that, when you said, yeah, I think I'm a, I thought you were going to say dive too. I was like, girl, you're a dip. <laughs> you're a dipper. I'm a, I want to say I'm a diver, but, like, I dip my foot in and then I dive. <laughs> My door is usually wide open or closed. Mine's closed. Oh, wide open. Probably. Uh, was that actually about doors? Or was that about, like, my heart? See, <laughs> I did that, like, from a literal stance of, like, my bedroom door is always closed. Yeah. But I Mine's always open. I don't. Maybe that could be figuratively as well. Because I, I would, I'd say, like, emotionally... We, we're not, we don't have to get yeah. into that. <laughs> we, we don't have time. Okay, updates are ready to install... Would you press restart now or remind me tomorrow? Easy. Yeah. Remind me tomorrow. It's like remind me tomorrow until I get to a good day. It literally. And then it's like three years later. It just hasn't happened. My first question is always why or how. Why? Yeah, I think why is also mine. <laughs> Secret weapon, curiosity or endurance? Oh, mine's endurance all the way. I think mine's curiosity. Interesting. I would say you have a lot of endurance, too, though. That's definitely a good quality of yours. Thank you. I'd rather talk to someone I just met or myself. 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 Talk to her all day, every day. Love that girl. I, it's hard to talk to someone you just met. The small talk kills me. <laughs> Everything is connected, true, true or false. So true. Live by that. Die by that. Yeah. We are all super connected. Listener, you and I are so connected right now, you don't even know. Are you a fortune cookie or a birthday cake? I hate birthday cake, so I'm just going to have to get a fortune cookie. Mm, I'd say fortune cookie for me, too. Again, are we, like... I, I'm i glad that they did this, like, test without telling us how to look into it, but my creativity is more method or madness? It's madness. I think mine's method. Yeah, I was going to say you, you're... I'd say you have more This is like the creativity. scribble on the ruler again. Yeah, for sure. I tend to go over the top, under the radar. This, like, so depends. Yeah, like, what, in what way? I, I'm probably over the top, I think, probably. Where are you going? I think I am, too. But not, like, in a public situation. Ooh, I finally got my answer. <gasps> what are you? The dreamer, too. I'm also the dreamer. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to get Will to take this test and see what this he gets. This is a cute test. This is cute. Okay, so it's... It, 
so this is just saying like what kind of like creative we are yeah which okay do you want to read some of it or should i because these are these are kind of cute yeah you can read it it says that our creative strengths are to connect to emotions and imagination empathy and sensitivity um our untapped potential is using dreams to fuel real world action and it says the world is a place of beauty and magic in the eyes of a dreamer where others see facts and figures you see symbols metaphors and hidden meanings you're deeply emotional and intuitive with a vivid imagination the quintessential idealist and romantic (laughs) yeah oh we should we should talk about the enneagrams at some (gasps) point on this we should i need to take that again you're not supposed to you're not supposed to yeah you're not supposed to take it again once you get yours because it's like supposed to be based on like like this is dumb but like your essence almost but it's like the core tenets of you that won't change even if you start to like that, okay that's, display it differently that's crazy because i literally took it like a couple of years ago and got a six and really i took it like one or two years ago and got a one i think at least for like going from like underage to overage yeah. might be a little different because yeah. it's like you are changing you went through so, college so yeah. yeah but i'd say like once you hit like 18, you kind of already have your like core tenants installed in you. Yeah, so I would true. say not to take it again, but you know, maybe take it again and just see if which one yeah. you feel like you align more. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. I don't think mine will ever change, so I never have the f- I never am like, "Oh, I should take it again." Yeah, so far. All right, all right, all right. Thank y'all for tuning in. Yeah. That's so sweet of y'all. Yeah. Y'all are so sweet and cute, and I love y'all so much. And with that, think we have one thing left and that is to say war damn eagle thank you for listening this was saturation italicized with your hosts lauren and lee tune in next week at 9 p.m on tuesdays for more art and design discussion and follow our instagram at saturation.italicized war eagle